I've always been creative. I've always wanted to design for weddings. Mm -hmm. And I want to design and create for weddings in a way that's consistent with God's view of marriage. But Colorado won't allow that. This is the Daily Signal podcast for Thursday, October 27th. I'm Virginia Allen, and that was Colorado graphic artist Lori Smith. The Supreme Court is going to hear arguments for Lori's case on December 5th. Lori does not want to be forced to create websites for same-sex weddings. And similar to Jack Phillips in the Masterpiece Cake Shop case, Smith says she'll serve anyone but doesn't want to be compelled to create messages that go against her beliefs. On today's show, Lori Smith and Alliance Defending Freedom attorney Kelly Fedorik join me on the show to discuss this critical case and how they anticipate the justices may rule. Stay tuned for our conversation after this. For over 35 years, the Heritage Foundation Job Bank has been helping conservatives at all professional levels find employment in key positions in Washington, D.C. and across the country. We can help connect you with positions in the administration, on Capitol Hill, in public policy organizations, and in the private sector. To learn more about the Heritage Foundation Job Bank, go to heritage.org slash job bank. There is a law in Colorado that places businesses at risk of being forced to provide services for same-sex weddings. Lori Smith is fighting that law at the Supreme Court. And Lori Smith and Alliance Defending Freedom attorney Kelly Fedorik join us now to talk about this case. Kelly, Lori, thank you all so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Now, Lori, you own and run your own graphic design business in Colorado, and you decided that you wanted to challenge this Colorado law that would require people like you as a designer that run your own business to provide um, services, specifically like a website for a same-sex wedding. Explain a little bit more about this situation and this law. Well, the situation starts many, many years back. I've always been creative. I've always wanted to design for weddings. Mm -hmm. And I want to design and create for weddings in a way that's consistent with God's view of marriage. But Colorado won't allow that. Colorado is censoring my speech and forcing me to communicate messages that violate my deeply held beliefs. I don't believe anyone should be put in that position. So several years ago, about six years ago, I uh, I realized after speaking with my pastor um, that I could be in a lot of trouble in the state of Colorado for uh, creating consistent with my faith. And so that's when I reached out to Alliance Defending Freedom. And they told me, in fact, yes, you do have some things to be concerned about. And I prayed about it and determined that it was time for me to take a stand, not only for myself, but for all Americans. All Americans must be free to live and work in alignment with their deeply held beliefs without the government punishing some of us. So um, with a lot of prayer and consideration, I decided to stand for freedom. Mm-hmm. Kelly, you work with Alliance Defending Freedom, who's representing uh, who's representing Lori, and you all have also represented Jack Phillips in the, the Masterpiece Cake Shop case in Colorado. Of course, Jack Phillips has been in and out of courtrooms for years now. What exactly are are the similarities and the differences between his case and Lori's case? 
Well, I think the similarity is that Colorado, in, in both cases, has forgotten that free speech is for everyone. Hmm. Uh, they've engaged in a pattern of practice of unlawful censorship against Jack, and they've done the same thing against Lori. Uh, we won Jack's case at the Supreme Court a few years back, and there the court said that Colorado had engaged in such a pattern of hostility toward Jack's faith, toward his religious beliefs, um, and that was unlawful. They said that was impermissible, that the government needed to treat everyone um, equally. So there, because the the free exercise violations were so extreme, the court never reached the free speech component Mm -hmm. that they were also censoring and also violating Jack's free speech rights. Um, And as you know, Jack has remained in in ongoing litigation, now facing his third case. So Lori's case is is so important because here the Supreme Court has taken up the free speech case. They're asking the question before them is, can the government force artists, force Americans to speak something that goes against what they believe? And we're very hopeful that the court will say, no, they cannot. They have to respect everyone's freedom to say what they believe without fear of government punishment. So if if the court says that, if the Supreme Court rules in Lori's favor, will the Colorado law stand or will that ruling in turn um, strike that law down? Well, the law is being misused. So how okay. Colorado is applying the law Got is it. the is the violation. So if the if the court win or rules for Lori, that will protect her and, and other artists, both in Colorado and ar- across the country. Um, and, and on all sides of the issue, we, it would protect an LGBT graphic designer uh, as well who doesn't want to create art or websites that criticize same-sex marriage, for example. So a rule here would would protect everyone and ensure that no government is able to use the law to violate free free speech rights of its citizens. So this would have a major impact on Jack Phillips as well, um, and possibly many, many others who are fighting similar battles or looking to have to fight similar battles in the state of Colorado. But what about more broadly? How how would this ruling, if the Supreme Court rules in, in Lori's favor, how would that affect um, other similar cases across the country? Well, you know, I, as I mentioned, I think a win here for Lori would, would protect other artists. So there, we represent other artists in other countries we rep- or other, other states. We represent a photographer in Kentucky, a photographer in, in New York, and, and others. And there's artists everywhere. I mean, it's important, I think, for your listeners to know that a win here isn't just for Lori. It isn't just for one one small subset of the population. It's for all of us. Because all of us have beliefs, we have viewpoints, and that's what make, makes America unique. What protects our free society is that ability to freely speak or to choose not to speak and not to have to worry about what the government message is and what they want. Because winds change. Political winds change. Ideolo- ideological winds change. But thankfully, the Constitution doesn't. Yeah. And that's what allows us to have that that free dialogue. So whether you're an atheist, whether you're a person of faith, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're a Republican, whether you're an LGBT graphic designer, whether you're, you're Lori, we all should be able to freely say what we believe. Mm-hmm. Lori, this is a big case that you have said yes to and a big fight that you have said yes to. Why? You know, my first thought is um, I go back to the right to speak freely is worthy of protecting. Mm. It's worthy of protecting for myself, yes. But as I take a step back, I recognize that the implications of what the court will weigh in on here in several weeks impact so many. It impacts those that oppose my views on marriage. 
it impacts those that would agree with me. But the ruling in this case will also impact future generations. I think about young people. I think about my, the former version of myself as a young girl working in my mom's boutique in mm-hmm. Colorado and watching her run a business and working hard to create something that they're proud of, to work hard for that and to finally achieve it, um, only to be told by the government, you can't do that because your views don't align with ours. So I I took a stand because no one should be put in a place of having to be backed into a corner um, simply because the government doesn't view, agree with their viewpoint. So yes, it's for me. It's for those who may not hold the same views, but it's also for those who will follow the steps as a designer one day or a young on- entrepreneur. It's for them as well. Yeah. How has this journey been for you and your husband so far as mm-hmm. you have you know, gone from just being kind of small <laughs> business owners in Colorado to all of a sudden, okay, we're, we're going to take on the state and we're going to take it all the way to the Supreme Court? Yeah, this has certainly been a roller coaster ride <laughs> that we're going on about what six years now and mm. when it's said and done we'll be closer to seven it has certainly been a journey and there have been a lot of hills and valleys um you know when when i first filed i was not prepared for the amount of backlash that i would receive mm. and in the years that have followed i've received death threats and threats of physical harm and some really specific um just nasty things as well. But my business has been harmed. I haven't been able to do what I want to do. I want to create and design for weddings. And I want to do that consistent with what my faith teaches me about that relationship. I'm not allowed to do that. Um, If that weren't bad enough, my family has, you know, endured this with me. We have a security system on our home and uh, my clients have been threatened. People are constantly trying to take down my website. Um, all because I love Jesus Christ and I want to create consistently with what my te- my faith teaches me. So it has been a roller coaster. There have been moments that have been really trying, but the thing that's pulled me through, in addition to the incredible people at Alliance Defending Freedom, are those that have emailed me through my website and said things like, I'm so grateful. Mm. Um, I wish I could take a stand like you have. Or I'm also a designer. And mm-hmm. um, while I don't agree with you on this topic, I think it's, I see it's important. Um, mm-hmm. Those messages of support, I've received cards and a number of people just con- continuing to lift me in prayer. That has carried me um, over the last six years. But I am incredibly grateful for what's coming in the coming weeks and um, certainly hold hope that the court will rule. In favor of me and in favor of all, really. Yeah. And that's something I just just love about about Lori and, and her case is just her love for people. I think sometimes we, we hear, you know, people have different viewpoints, but Lori serves everyone. It doesn't matter who they are. She has clients that are L- identified as LGBT all across the spectrum. For her, like most artists, it really just comes down to what is what is she being asked to create? What is mm-hmm. what is that message? Um, and I just, I love that because it's for her, it's never about who the person is. It's always about what are they asking her to create? What are they asking her 
to promote. And I think that's something as she was relating, regardless of where we stand on the issues or whether we dis- whether we agree on everything, we're starting to see, I think, a growing sense of support that mm-hmm. even though we might disagree, we can agree that we should all be free to, to speak and to mm-hmm. speak freely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we know that the Supreme Court has announced they're going to hear this case at the beginning of December. Talk a little bit about what specifically you're asking the Supreme Court and what you think we can expect from the justices. Well, that's right. We just found out that the arguments will be on December 5th. So we're very, very much looking forward forward to that. And what we're asking the court to do is to affirm what they've affirmed before. Mm-hmm. And that is the free speech protects every American's ability to, to speak freely, to create freely. The government shouldn't be able to censor or coerce anyone to, to say something that they that they don't believe. This is a bedrock principle. It's deeply rooted in the Constitution. The Supreme Court time and time again has affirmed that principle, even affirming it when there's been speech that, you know, maybe it might offend someone. Maybe it is in the minority. But even then, that's when the court has said, those are the times we really want to step in and protect this because all speech is, is worth protecting. And when the government puts its finger on the on the scales and says, well, here we'll protect this speech because we're okay and we like it, but here we won't. That's a very frightening place to be for all of us. So we're very hopeful that the that the Supreme Court will affirm this. We're very optimistic that they will um, affirm free speech in Lori's case, and that will benefit countless generations. Mm-hmm. Lori, for you, if if this ruling ultimately comes down in your favor, what do you think you're going to feel in that moment? I think it's really hard to put myself in that place Mm. only because it's been such a long journey, but, um, I don't know. I I don't even know that I can articulate it in words. Um, you know, I have been on this journey for a long time and, um, it's important to me that I continue. And the most important thing is that God's will be done. So, um, I'm certainly praying for a victory because I know it's not just a victory for myself, but for so many. So I don't know. We might have to have that conversation um, when a ruling comes out, and I'll let you know. (laughs) We'd love to have you back when that happens. Now, Kelly, it's impossible to be able to predict how exactly the justices will rule, but what do you expect from them? I like, I'm a. I'm going to start over again. (laughs) Um, I'm optimistic that we will see a very strong ruling. This case is pretty clear cut. What Colorado is asking for is unprecedented. And the Supreme Court has time and time again affirmed government cannot force any American to to say something they don't believe. Certainly can't do it and and force them, um, threaten them with punishment if if they don't. So certainly optimistic. I would love, love to see... Um, a very a very strong ruling. I wish I could read the tea leaves. You never know mm-hmm. with the Supreme Court. But on an issue as clear cut as this with free speech, we're certainly very optimistic to see a very a very strong strong ruling in favor of Lori. Yeah, Lori Smith, Kelly Fedoric, thank you both so much for your time today. We'll be continuing to watch this case three or three creative move forward at the Supreme Court. Thank you both for your time. Thank you so much for having us. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Daily Signal podcast. If you have not had the chance already, be sure to check out our evening show right here in this podcast feed where we bring you the top news of the day. Also, make sure to subscribe to the Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us reach 
even more listeners when you leave us a five-star rating and review. We love hearing your feedback. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll be right back here with you at 5 p.m. for our top news edition. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen, Samantha Asheris, and Jillian Richards. Sound design by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.